to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio here on the Royal Kingdom's podcast. It is April 12, 2022. This marks our 49th episode, Praise God. I am Sister Noelia, and I will join you today on this 49th podcast entitled Celebrating Passover. Thanks to GospelRiver.com for all the Hello again, and thanks for joining us here in this evening of Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. And this is the episode 49. It's entitled Celebrating Passover. I hope you have taken in our last podcast, The Encounter, both in English and translated also by our sister Yira in Spanish. What a glorious time to be alive for our Lord God is powerful and mighty to deliver. Hallelujah. If this is your first time joining us, thank you for listening. I am Sister Noelia, and I will be discussing why we celebrate Passover and the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. I also want to encourage you to come again on the 14th of April of 2022 where we will be presenting the works of our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. Last year, we did a series about the enemies of Christ the King, Yeshua. And if you wish to go to our archives 
and review those podcasts dated March 30th, 2021 from Holy Week Series 1 to 4 on April 4, 2022. We invite you to go and visit these archives as they cover the week leading up to his crucifixion and resurrection. This year, we will be visiting the healing and teachings of our Lord Yeshua. So please join us again on Thursday, April 14, 2022. We want to express that we do this podcast for the love of God. We will never ask for a donation because we want the integrity of the Lord's message to remain pure. We would like to thank our music support by GospelRiver.com, as well as some of the independent artists who have contributed to our program. You can find us here on the Royal Kingdoms podcast on Podbean, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes in LA, and FM Player. Please download, share it, hit the like button, but encourage others to join to listen to these messages. Once again, we'd like to thank you for joining us and sharing in the good news of the great hope and our living King Yeshua HaMashiach. We must never forget all things are made possible by the Lord God Almighty. And through Yeshua HaMashiach, we have the victory in Him today. Today and every day we are here marks a blessed reminder of why we have this opportunity to discover our Lord and Savior, Christ the King, Yeshua HaMashiach. Thanks to GospelRiver.com for Thou Hidden Love of God. Praise the living God. Let's begin with our Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And please forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And please help us not to fall into temptations or transgressions but deliver us from all evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hello and good evening. We will look today at Passover. 
It is coming in a few days. In fact, this year, it begins on Friday, April 15, 2022. And it goes until Saturday, April 23, 2022. The 7M 8-Day Festival is one of the most important celebrations in the Hebrew calendar commemorating the emancipation of the Israelites from slavery in ancient Egypt. And it begins with families gathering together the first night for dinner called Sedar, meaning order of arrangement in Hebrew, and it ends seven to eight days later. For example, Passover 2022 will be celebrated from April the 15th to April the 23rd. The first Sadar will be on April 15th after nightfall. Passover is celebrated by eating matzah, unleavened bread, and mar, bitter herbs. For the duration of the eight or the seven days in Israel of Passover, shamatz, which is leaven, is strictly avoided during this time. You see, the Israelites didn't leave Egypt unprepared. They left hurriedly, but not without instructions by God through Moses in Exodus 12, 1 through 28. The people had eaten a Passover supper the night before they left Egypt. In Exodus 12, 32 and 38, both testified that the Israelites did indeed take great flocks and herds with them when they left Egypt. It is also mentioned in this passage that they took balls of unleavened bread dough and may have additionally taken food from the Egyptians when they were leaving Exodus 12.36. So the Israelites definitely did not go and leave hungry without provisions. Hallelujah. Why is Passover so important? It's always important to know where your generational families have come from through the history where God has carried us. And so it's good to go back every year and celebrate Passover. We're going to give you a little bit of a brief summary today. We're going to make it kind of short because really if you go to Exodus, you will start to see there where God uses Moses to deliver his people out of Egypt. So on Passover, we celebrate how God took the Jewish people, the Israelites, out of Egypt, where they had been enslaved by Pharaoh. And with Moses as his representative, God brought ten plagues upon Egypt until they agreed to send the Jews out of their land. And when we read uh, the Haggadah at the Seder meal, we retell the story to our children, who will one day retell it to their children, also known as the story of Exodus. So it is recorded in the Bible, it's been documented, and I, I ask you to pick up your Bible and go to Exodus and read about this history. So in brief, Jacob and his children had arrived in Egypt to be close to Joseph. Joseph was the youngest child born to the tribe of Jacob. And he was a second in command to King Pharaoh. With all of his ingenuity, he had saved the people of Egypt. And by 
the extension of those from neighboring countries from the death of the famine, Jacob and his children were settled in a day of Goshen and prospered wonderfully. The numbers grew and grew. As long as Jacob's sons were alive, the children of Israel are accorded, honored, and respected. But after the passing of Joseph, there arose a new king in Egypt who did not know Joseph. And some commentaries say who chose not to know him. And behold, the children of Israel are now more and more mightier than we. Come and let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, as he stated in Exodus 1, 8 through 10. The Egyptians' way of dealing with their Jewish problem is to enslave the Jews. There are all forced into back-breaking labor, compelled to build cities of treasure houses for Pharaoh, but still the Jews continue to multiply. To Pharaoh's eyes, and at ever-frightening pace, to put a stop to this, Pharaoh summons the Jewish midwives, Shirefa and Pua, and commands them to kill all Jewish newborn males. This, he is certain, will put an end to the propagation of this race. When the midwives defy this order, he commands that they cast all newborn males into the Nile River. Oddly enough, his stargazers had predicted that the Savior of the Jews would die through water, and Pharaoh hopes his plan will ensure an earthly death for any potential Jewish leader. Javjiv, the wife of Levitite Amorah, gives birth to a son. Because he is born three months earlier, she is able to conceal him for that amount of time. When she can no longer hide him, she builds a small waterproof cradle and puts her child on the brink of the Nile. The child's sister, Miriam, hides among the bushes to watch the child. However, Pharaoh's daughter comes to bathe in the river where she sees a floating cradle and she opens it and she sees a weeping baby and then she realizes that it's a Jewish child. But her compassion is aroused and she resolves to take the baby home. She names him Moses, he who was drawn from the water. Hallelujah. Miriam approaches the princess and offers to find a wet nurse for the baby when Pharaoh's daughter accepts. Miriam then brings her Joseph, who Pharaoh's daughter hires to nurse and care for the child. When Moses grows older, he is returned to the palace where Pharaoh's daughter raises him just like a son. As a young man, Moses leaves the palace and discovers the hardship of his brethren. He sees an Egyptian beating a Hebrew and kills the Egyptian. The next day, he sees two Jews fighting. When he admonishes them, they reveal his deed of the previous day, and Moses is forced to flee Midian. 
There he rescues Jethro's daughters, marries one of them, Zipporah, and becomes a shepherd of his father-in-law's flocks. In the meantime, the plot of the children of Israel in Egypt worsens, and their cry rose up to our Lord God. As Moses is shepherding his flock, he comes upon a burning bush, which God appears to him, and he instructs him to go to Pharaoh and demand, Let my people go, so that they may serve me. Moses objects, citing a speech defect he acquired while in the palace, and so Moses' brother Aaron is appointed to serve as his spokesman. In Egypt, Moses and Aaron assemble the elders of Israel to tell them that the time of their redemption has come. The people believe, but Pharaoh refuses to let them go and even intensifies the suffering of Israel. He increases the burden of labor on his Hebrew slaves, commanding their taskmasters to cease bringing the Israelites' straw to make bricks. Now they must go to the field and collect the straw themselves, but maintain the same quota of brick production. Moses can no longer bear the pain of his brethren. He turns to God, saying, Why have you done evil to this people? And God promises, and he promises, that the redemption is close at hand. Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand he shall drive them out of his land. God also reveals himself to Moses, employing the four expressions of redemption. He promises to take out the children of Israel from Egypt, deliver them from their enslavement, redeem them, and acquire them as his own chosen people at Mount Sinai. He will then bring them to a land he promised to the patriarchs as their eternal heritage. Well, as you know, Moses and Aaron repeatedly come before Pharaoh to demand in the name of God, let my people go so that they may serve me in the wilderness. Pharaoh repeatedly refuses. Aaron's staff turns into a snake and swallows the magic stick of the Egyptian sorcerers. Pharaoh still refuses to let the Jews go. Moses warns him that God will smite Egypt. Pharaoh remains impervious. God begins to sin a series of plagues upon the Egyptians. In the throes of each plague, Pharaoh promises to let the children of Israel go, but he reneges the moment the affliction is removed. So we have, number one, Aaron strikes the Nile, the waters turn to blood. Number two, the swarms of frogs over the land. Number three, the lice infested all men and beasts still. Pharaoh remains stubborn. Hordes of wild animals invade the cities. A pestilence kills the domestic animals. 
Painful boils afflict the Egyptians. Fire and ice combine to descend from the skies as a devastating hail. Still, the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he would not let the children of Israel go. As God had said to Moses, The people of Egypt have suffered too much. They beg Pharaoh to let the Jews go. When Moses comes to warn Pharaoh of the eighth plague, Pharaoh says, You said that you want to go serve your God. I'll let the men go as long as the women and children stay behind. No, says Moses, we must all go, men, women, and children, cattle, and herds. Pharaoh once again refuses. The next plague descends upon Egypt, which is number eight. A swarm of locusts devours all the crops and greenery. Number nine, a thick, palpable darkness envelops the land. The Israelites are instructed to bring a Passover offering to God. A lamb or a kid is to be slaughtered and its blood sprinkled on the doorpost and the lintel of every Israelite's home so that God should pass over these homes when he comes to kill the Egyptian firstborn. The roasted meat of the offering is to be eaten that night together with matzah, unleavened bread, and bitter herbs. Then God brings the tenth plague upon Egypt. All of the firstborn of Egypt are killed at the stroke of midnight of the fifteenth of the month of Nisa. The death of the firstborn finally breaks Pharaoh's resistance, and he literally begs the children of Israel to leave his land. Following God's command, they hastily depart, so hastily that there's no time for their dough to rise, and the only provisions they take along are unleavened. Before they go, they ask their Egyptian neighbors for gold, silver, garments, emerging from Egypt, a wealthy nation. Hallelujah. The children of Israel are commanded to observe the anniversary of Exodus each year by removing all leaven from their possession for seven days, eating matzah, and telling the story of their redemption to their children. Soon after the children of Israel to depart from Egypt, Pharaoh chases after them to force their return, and the Israelites find themselves trapped between Pharaoh's armies and the sea. God tells Moses to raise his staff over the water, and the sea splits to allow the Israelites to pass through and then closes over the pursuing Egyptians. Moses and the children of Israel sing a song of praise and gratitude to God. Hallelujah. If you will turn over to Exodus 15, we will sing this song together. It's basically like a song. It says, Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. Hallelujah. 
The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise Him. My Father's God, and I will exalt Him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is His name. Pharaoh's chariots and His army He cast into the sea. He chose captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. In the greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You set forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood up like a heap. The depths congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. You, in your mercy, have led them forth. The people whom you have redeemed, you have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The people will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edmon will be dismayed, and the mighty men of Moab, trembling, will take hold of them. And the inhabitants of Canaanite will melt away. Fear and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your hand, they will be as steel as a stone. Till your people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over whom you have purchased, you will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place of, O Lord, which you have made for your own dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horses and the pharaohs went with his chariots, his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. Then Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timber in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbers, with dances, and Miriam answered them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. Hallelujah. So the matzah of unleavened bread has very substantial meanings here because they took the bread when it was uncooked, unrisen, 
and they had to leave in a hurry. And they did the Passover before they left. So in a way, they are going through a change. And that change was that they were leaving their old life in, in Egypt. And they were coming into a new life in God under His guidance and protection and His provision. It is a glorious time to celebrate this right now as we are looking at the life of Christ because He continued it. Remember the Lord said, I am the bread of life. He continued it. He continued this. So it's very important that we cherish how the Lord successfully delivered His people. And so those of us who are being faithful to God and we're believing in God and we're waiting on His return, it is glorious for us to glorify His name and praise Him for the fact that we know that our God is a God that delivers and a God that saves His people. So when you're in doubt, don't have a doubt. Because God has proven it in this Bible that we read in His teachings that He shows us. He delivers. So we have to wait on Him to deliver us. But He will deliver us. So hallelujah. So I hope you have a happy Passover. And we will look for you in the next podcast. God bless you. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us on For Thy Spirit Radio for our 49th episode here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast. We hope today's message will encourage you to celebrate Passover on Friday and for the next 78 days and to rid your house and dwelling from all leavened bread and leavened baked goods. We hope that you have hope in Yeshua HaMashiach today and remember to always place God first in your life above all else. He will help you call on Him, Yeshua HaMashiach. Once again, please be sure to join us during this Holy Week of Passover from April 14th and through the 23rd of 2022. We will be celebrating the Passover this whole week. We will be bringing you information and insight about our Lord's teaching and healings that, that lead up to His crucifixion and His resurrection. We hope you don't miss it. Thank you for listening to the Royal Kingdoms podcast. You can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes LA, FM Player, and right here on our very own Royal Kingdom podcast on Podbean. Thanks to GospelRiver.com for the lily of the valley. Hallelujah, and have a great week.
You have been listening to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast. Thanks for listening.